Welcome back to Beyond the Workouts podcast. I am the head coach of Beyond Strength and Endurance, Kyle Holman. Getting into programming today and more specifically the big five of affiliate programming. Who or what do you think that is? Let's check it out. Who or what? That's the question really to be answered. Are you selecting uh, what workouts you do at your gym based off the fact that it's from a games athlete or the fact that it's actually the best fit for your gym. Um, and that's uh, something I see a lot. Um, you know, the people go after the name, which, you know, I can understand. Um, but the most importantly, it's got to be the right fit for your gym and for your training. Um, each affiliate is unique. That's one of the cool things about CrossFit, in my opinion, that um, when you go to different gyms, it's a it's a different type of building, right? Some are in commercial spaces, some are in warehouses, some have outdoor uh, venues are part of what they're doing. Uh, the, the vibe is different, the atmosphere is different, the paint, the walls, the equipment, the layout, uh, the environment, the levels of members and coaches, everything is different and unique to each gym and affiliate and your programming should reflect that. So we're going to dive into five things that are most important, in my opinion, on when selecting if programming is right for you or your gym. Results. You know, can the programming provide you results? And it's like, well, well no shit, right? Like, <laughs> that's one of the biggest reasons why we would do this. Um, but it's not, there, there's a deeper dive into results. It's not only just getting results uh, for you or your members it is, are those results coming consistently? And after you achieve those results, are you able to maintain them? And a well-structured training plan uh, that is just that, that is a progressive plan or there is a method to the madness, so to speak, and it's not just moving through uh, different cycles or phases just to give a general mix. It is, are we actually progressing the population? And so that's something to really consider when you're looking um, at you know, what programming you're using. And we're going to dive into some more specifics here on different things. But if it is the one-to-many, you know, plan that you see so much where every single gym gets the same training no matter what their situation is, and a lot of times affiliate owners then spend their time modifying the training uh, either for, you know, the equipment they have or their level of members. And um, there's so much to dive in. There's so much beyond just what is programmed where you can actually push results more specific to a population much more efficiently. Uh, there's a physical component and there's a mental component. I mean, something as simple as setting what RX is, you know, RX is an ideal. And I've talked about this in a whole other episode. It's an ideal. It's something that should be, um, you know, awesome and, and, and hard work to attain, but it shouldn't be impossible. And so if the workouts you're getting every time have an RX level that, next to nobody can do consistently in your gym, there's a mental component to that, right? Like people start just being like, well, wow, this is just crazy. It's way too hard. Um, the level of your members, their training age and such, that is the amount of volume just running people into the ground and not um, having them not show up because they're beat up or sore or just mentally can't handle pushing that hard or anything like that. So uh, we're going to dive into some more things, but you have to take into consideration, you know, most importantly, you're trying to get results for your members or yourself and so you've got to find the right program that is going to give that to you based off what the substance of the program is and how it is 
logistically laid out and how is it, how it is delivered, not just because there's some name behind it. Longevity. Uh, this is a big one for me. Um, CrossFit can lend itself to people throwing out programs or whatnot that are just designed to just demolish people every time. Uh, just like take it to the brink absolutely every day. Um, and there's just such a, a great quote I've heard and that, that I utilize a lot. I mean, anybody can make somebody sweat or hurt, but not everybody can consistently make somebody better um, and keep them healthy long enough to even, you know, realize the fruits of their hard work um, because of that. You know, when you look at programming, it should be set forth that this is the, this is the long game, right? This is something that, um, you know, when I'm programming, I want people to be able to do this as long as they want to do it for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years. And when you look at what's programmed so many times, it is, it's based on the short game. It's based on today, you know, uh, this instant gratification that, I'm, that it's just designed to absolutely wreck you today. But what about tomorrow? What about the rest of this week? What about the rest of this month? What about the rest of this year? So when you look at that, um, that's something you got to take into consideration. And, you know, look, there, there are some considerations if you're, you know, really training for the games and, I hate to burst a lot of people's bubble, but um, it's just like any other professional sport now that we're talking about less than 1% of people that actually do CrossFit who are actually at that high level. So um, not trying to kill your dreams, but um, you know, I started CrossFit a very long time ago in its infancy. And when you look back at like 2007, could you just be a fit dude or, or woman that um, you know, maybe came from playing sports or, you know, training at a high level and just show up and do well. Yeah, there was more of that back then. But now, unless this is your full-time gig that you can dedicate to full-time, you know, I hate to tell you, it's, it's slim to none the amount of people are making it that. So, you know, if that is something that you truly have the ability to do, truly, and then we can look at a shorter timetable because we're trying to push it much more, but you have to have the time and the ability to do that. But for the overwhelming majority of people, for over 99% of people, this is about the enjoyment of it. This is, you know, I came from playing college sports and, um, you know, I exercise science is my degree. So it's not that I didn't know what to do in the weight room after I was done playing college baseball, but I was used to training for something and to find CrossFit that has a score to a workout and a community of people. And those are all the things that I missed, um, when training for a sport to have that group of people around and have a purpose behind what you're doing and, um, things like that. So, um, that's why I came into it. But inevitably, now this is just what I want to do to be a fit, healthy uh, human being and dad. And um, so this is about the long game. Um, I'm 41 now. Um, been doing it since 2007. And there has to be things taken in consideration when you're looking to look at the long game. Um, it's not always about the immediate here and now. Um, you know, you destroy yourself every day and you will be destroyed. Um, and this isn't about you know, taking it easy or backing it off, but you have to know that the, the weeks and months have to be set up that people can sustain this. Um, every time I'm programming, I want people to be able to come to the gym as many times in a week as they want to so that programming should reflect that. It should be um, in an, and, and people have to work towards that. You know, if you come from not a lot, then yes, you might have to build yourself up to more days, but of, of you know, higher intensity training or whatnot. But it should be programmed in a way that people can come back as many times as they want to and not be wrecked and destroyed and things like that. So 
Longevity is something that's so important. Um, and, and, you know, as you age, speaking from experience, training becomes more of a mental thing, meaning it's, it's, it's my time, it's my release, it's my self-care, right? So if I am so wrecked and beat up that now I can't train, what does that do to me mentally? Now I don't have that self-care or release or me time or whatever um, or personal goals that I'm pushing towards. So um, longevity is a big thing and that comes from, uh, we'll talk about it more, but knowing specifically who the clientele is that you're programming for so you can program more effectively for them. Training is fun, um, or at least it should be. Um, for any of those people that have seen Bull Durham when they have the meeting at the mound and he looks around at everybody that's kind of frustrating. He's like, hey, this, fun, this game is fun, damn it. Um, but I think, you know, yes, when we're pushing for goals and there's all these things we need to do in CrossFit and skills we need to get, you know, pull-ups and muscle-ups and handstand push-ups and we're learning all the lifts, clean and jerk and snatch and squatting, deadlifting. I mean, there's a lot of things, right? And um, you know, it can be frustrating when you can't get a skill or you don't have a skill yet or the weights aren't going up, but training is fun. And, you know, this is something we do to better ourselves as human beings, as husbands, wives, uh, significant others, um, you know, whatever. Um, and so there has to be a level of enjoyment to that. Like, I mean, I just mentioned that this is, you know, your me time, your release, your self-care. And so if that release or self-care now becomes something that you're super stressed out about, it's, it can be counterproductive. And I think through programming, you can do so much to add fun to it. I mean, um, there's just cool stuff like, you know, holiday workouts, 12 days of Christmas and a, a countdown workout for New Year's Eve. And uh, just recently I'm releasing now like the 13 wads of Halloween because they have fun names like Friday the 13th and From the Grave and um, Death Grip and stuff like that. I mean, it's there are ways through programming that you can truly make this fun. Um, and we're going to talk about it more when I talk about atmosphere, but also the logistically or how you lay out programming, the, the format of it can cause so much more fun um, to what you're going through. Um, so um, that's got to be an element. I mean, you know, look, if it's you as an individual or for a, a group of people at a gym, you know, yes, in programming, I'm always trying to give people, you know, what they need. You know, that's my, my job. I'm trying to make them better. But I also have to give them enough of what they want. So this is fun and enjoyable. And you want to come back every day, um, you know, not only just because, you know, yes, it's fun to get better, but the formats and workouts themselves should have a level of enjoyment. Um, and yes, look, we're all going to run into things in CrossFit that we don't like. Like I'm not a, I, I personally, uh, don't like handstand pushups. It's just not a jam of mine and everybody has their thing in CrossFit, right? Like people like this. Some people love handstand pushups. Some people hate burpees. Some people love burpees. Um, I mean, it's all kinds of things like that. So it doesn't mean you're, you're not gonna have movements maybe that you're not too jazzed about, but overall the format, the daily layout and day to day coming into training should be designed so that it is fun and enjoyable for everybody. Atmosphere. Uh, so currently right now, I mean, I came from playing college baseball, so I'm definitely watching the baseball playoffs. And, um, you know, some people don't watch sports at all, let alone baseball or whatnot. But I think a lot of people can understand home field advantage. And, you know, home field advantage comes from, man, just the, the crowd. You know, this is their team, right? I mean, they're trying to take their team to a higher level by their energy and excitement and, and getting that adrenaline, hearing the roar of the crowd when you do something. And you can provide an atmosphere through training and uh, through what you're programming. 
And sometimes it's as simple as, you know, let's say whatever we're doing, uh, I don't know, 1000 meter row, let's say we're doing for time. And let's say you're a gym that has 10 rowers and there are only 10 people in class. You could definitely just put all 10 people on the rowers and have them row a thousand meters. And yeah, they're working hard together. We do that a lot, but it's a simple thing of saying, Hey, split the class in half, five people on the rowers at a time, and they're going to get after it. And their other classmates are going to cheer them on. And then when they're done, the other five people are going to get on the rower and maybe they have a time to beat now, or maybe that doesn't matter. But now they're, those classmates are cheering, you know, they just went and now they're cheering their classmates on. So there's just so many things you can do, like with rack space or equipment, even if you have enough to accommodate the entire class, you know, for back squatting, it's always great to even partner people up um, because now, you know, you're lifting, we change the weights, I'm lifting, and you can kind of cheer people on and stuff like that. So there's just uh, creative ways that you can design not only the nuts and bolts of training, but the actual format and what you're instructing the coaches uh, to do at the gym to add such a cool atmosphere so that you know these members can come in every day and feel like they have this home gym advantage every single day they show up. Customize. This is, this is what I do with, with Beyond Programming. And um, I actually delayed getting into kind of affiliate programming for a long time because the only models that were out there are the, the one-to-many you know, that one-to-many model, meaning that any gym that signs up gets the exact same programming regardless of your situation, equipment, environment, member level, coach level, anything like that. And so I just, I, I mean, I don't believe in that. It's not to say that if you use that programming right now that I'm telling you you're doing the wrong thing or that you're, you're messing this up. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely not saying one-to-many programming can't be beneficial, but I do believe that customized programming made specific to your situation is going to be, I mean, just more effective, safer, and provide more consistent results every single time. And it's because of simple stuff. I mean, if we have a row and a workout and, you know, look, I mean, I program for multiple different gyms across the U.S. and it's wildly varied. I mean, some gyms have six rowers, five bikes, and three ski ergs. Other gyms have 10 bikes and 10 rowers. Other gyms have only rowers. And so if I'm in a workout where I'm programming like a rowing buy-in or even an AMRAP of rowing and you have 15 people in class, but you only have six rowers. A lot of times people are going to be like, well, what's the modification for a 500 meter? It's a 400 meter run. And well, not only is there a different stimulus now because rowing and running are different. And especially what we're doing after that, uh, if we're doing pull-ups after the row, well, the fatigue from pulling on the rower is going to be different than running um, and vice versa and stuff like that. So the customization is not only knowing you can be so creative in the formats that you have. Um, is it, you know, multiple different AMRAPs with rest, um, where you can have people start on the rest side of it while other people are going in the AMRAP and then swap. So everybody's getting the same, um, format and stimulus. Um, is it a buy-in where we can stagger the start and allow people to still go through the, the workout the same way? So, the customization just allows you, A, if you're a gym owner who has been programming um, or taking the one-to-many programming and then taking your time to now modify that programming. Um, I mean, I know being a former affiliate owner that you know, you're also trying to grow the business, worry about your members and stuff. So if you're spending time on this programming, that's taken away from what you can do there. Um, so that's one thing. But the other thing is, is it's just, it can get into so many things. I mentioned like RX. You know, if we, whatever, we're doing cleans in a workout and the RX weight is 185 and 
little to nobody in your gym can RX that. And that's a consistent thing that every time it's RX, like people are struggling to, to hit that weight. There's the mental component of that. So knowing your members and their level and um, people come from wildly varied backgrounds and, and things like that. I mean, uh, the gym I've programmed for the longest, so seven years or something now, I have increased quote unquote would be RX and similar workouts about six times now. So maybe early on in whatever workout with cleans, you know, and I know there's different formats and rep schemes you could have, but maybe that was 95.65 and then it went to 115.75 and 135.95 and now we're up to the point where it could be 185, 125 um, because RX is an ideal. So there's so much that could be talked about in customization, um, but just holistically, like I mentioned before, every gym is different. The level of members, the space they have, the equipment they have, the environment they have, the goals that they have uh, for that gym. You know, there are some gyms who are more competitive and compete in local competitions, and that's kind of the whole vibe there. And there are other gyms that are, hey, man, we're just here to breathe and move and sweat. Um, you know, some gyms that I program for, like, only want the traditional CrossFit movements in the water Metcon. Other gyms are like, no, let's mix it up, do any and everything in that. We're just trying to get people fit and healthy and, and have a good environment. So um, that's just something I'm a big um, proponent of, and that's what our programming is. It's it's customized to each individual situation. And ultimately, I think, like I said, does that mean the one-to-many programs aren't good or aren't providing results? No, not necessarily at all. But I think if you asked each of the one-to-many program providers that if they knew the specific population that they were programming for, so the level of members, the equipment, the space, all those things that I mentioned, if they knew that, I can almost 100, with 100% certainty um, guarantee you that they would say, yes, I could program more effectively for that population knowing all those things. So, um, hey, a lot of things to consider. Um, these are the things uh, that I you know, base what we do from a programming standpoint on, and I just think they're huge in all my years, 27 years of consistent training and um, you know, been doing CrossFit since 07, and it comes from uh, knowledge, experience, and uh, all those things. So, um, you know, hey, whatever program you're using, we have a program you can seek out, have to provide sample weeks and have a conversation to see what we can do for your gym. Um, but these are the things that I feel most important. But, uh, hey, no matter what you're using, uh, keep having fun, keep working hard, and we'll see you in the trenches.